Hey everybody, this is Sean, and welcome to Capsule Production Podcast, Season 3, Episode 3. This episode will be a continuation of Episode 2. Joven will again be interviewing third-year student Riley O'Donnell on her steps to success in pharmacy school. Without further ado, here comes Part 2. So for our next question, a big thing that that happens here is frustration. Frustration, it's it's common. There's going to be times where you're like, darn it, I wish I got, I knew the answer to this quiz question. Yes. Why did I choose this answer? Why did I switch my mind and (laughs) decide to pick this answer? Mm -hmm. Yes, it happens to everybody often. And even sometimes you get a little frustrated maybe with how a teacher worded the question or with maybe something that goes on in class. How do you deal with that frustration? So are you saying in terms of like, okay, we've just had an IRAT and I maybe don't agree with the question or something? Mm -hmm. So I think at least within our curriculum, so I'm pretty much the person that's really gotten used to, like there's going to be frustrating moments no matter what Mm -hmm. in pharmacy school throughout, like you said, whether it's in class or organizations or things like that. I am one of those people that I tell myself every time I'm not going to switch the answer (laughs) and I switch the answer and it's so infuriating. Yeah. When you're mad at yourself like that. But I'd say when you do deal with the frustrations, because they're going to happen, you always got to like take a moment to, to just step back and try to view the big picture. There are times where the question may seem unfair or it seems like we didn't learn the material in the way that would help us, you know, identify the right answer for that. However, I would say you got to remember the big picture of knowing the faculty on the other side of the question, you know, their purpose is to teach us and make us good clinical pharmacists and, and teach us how to have really good clinical judgment and be able to look at look at the case in reality and not necessarily from like the ABCD format we might get on an exam I think there's no other way for us to be assessed except to do a standardized exam like that however for me sometimes like the questions that I might miss on an exam or that were really hard for me to comprehend are the things that I remember the most and I'll be on a rotation or something Uh and I remember it like more than anything else and it helps me in a situation maybe with a patient or if a preceptor asks me a question and those are actually moments where I'm like, oh, I'm kind of really glad that I missed that because it helped me learn it better. So you turn into a positive. Yeah. It's a learning experience. So that helps me, I think. I just say like whether it's pharmacy or not, I think just choose your battles wisely Mm -hmm. Um, is definitely a lesson that I've learned and... Even if it's something where you are in the right or it's some like you do have you do have the ability to question and say, hey, like, I really didn't understand this. This didn't seem like something that I thought we had learned this way. And in reference to like a teacher, like, Mm -hmm. do you feel like maybe this was taught to us the correct way, blah, blah, blah. Like, would you discuss that with other classmates first and then like maybe send an email? Um, Sometimes I might might ask a friend, um, maybe even if we're like in class during an active learning session or something and like a material is talked about where I'm like, I don't think I'm understanding this, but I don't know if it's just me mm-hmm. or if it or if it looks like the material is worded in the way that I can't get a hold on it. But if somebody else is, maybe it's mm-hmm. just me kind of thing. So I might ask just as a reference point. But if it's really something that I feel like, OK, I really didn't feel like I learned this material the way I should have. Um, I think you're always allowed to ask. 
Um, there's nothing yeah. wrong with asking. I've done that before. Yeah, for clarification or saying, hey, like, you know, this just didn't seem yeah. like a question that I was able to understand. Can you yeah. tell me why? And I always, um, I always try to, like, preface it that way so that way it doesn't come out like I want points back for, like, a quiz question. Like, hey, can you just, like, help explain it to me so I yeah, can understand it for it really the exam be, or in the future? It shouldn't be about the points yeah. is the thing. It's about learning. Um, it is about learning. And I think that whether you are taking the time to ask or to say, you know, hey, this, this question just didn't seem 100% fair to me or whatever, like, you always have to be respectful in that. You're allowed to ask, but you have to keep the respect factor in Definitely. it. Um, because I think as a student, too, you know, for us, this will be our third year going into the program. So we have two and a half years of experience with pharmacy, whereas the people you're learning from have years of experience, um, not only within academia, but in their practices with patients, with counseling. With yeah. So like you said, like their purpose, it's a learning experience. They're not trying to trick We're us. We're here to learn. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, sometimes there might be a question that's worded weird or you change the answer and you really shouldn't have and you know that like you yep. know that you know yep. um but it's just one of those things where you know it's two points or one point and and it's not going to make or break you as a pharmacist like i like i said i think you are allowed to ask of course always but just be respectful in your asking i think our faculty and our teachers are also people they went to pharmacy school once yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know everyone has dealt with what we're dealing with. So yeah. They're usually understanding as well. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard balance, I think, but it's definitely something that, you know, even too, one thing that I have heard other students say, which I also try to do, is if you have a frustration or you didn't feel like something was fair, before you, like, send out an email, like, write the email or write what you think mm -hmm. and then sleep on it. <laughs> yeah. And then take the time to, like, read it over and, and look at it and say, okay, like, this might be what I'm feeling or thinking, but like, but is it in a respectful manner? Yeah, it might and come off a little. Is it? Yeah. Is it worded a little in a aggressive. way? <laughs> is it worded in a way that provides like a positive impact mm. from this conversation? Like, is it going to be beneficial to everybody involved? You know, for me to send this or ask this question. Um, that's something that I do a lot is just asking myself, is it going to be a beneficial outcome? Got so, it. like, if you're doing it with the motivation of like okay, I'm really, really angry. It's mm -hmm. like, that's probably not the email that you want to send. I completely agree. There's no wrong in taking the time and sleeping on it and looking over in the morning or having somebody else look at it in the morning to make sure your point is coming across in the correct way. For our last question, I just want to ask you, because you're somebody that I feel like has been super successful. You're a great representative as a student ambassador. You're giving me too many compliments. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I wonder, like, do you feel like you've been successful yet? And the reason why I wonder that is because I feel like you keep doing more. Like, how do you have the will to keep doing more with all these different extracurricular activities? And has there been, like, any sacrifices you've had to make to accomplish these goals? So I think success is kind of a funny word for me. And I've actually written essays on it before because it's interesting to me how as I grew up and got older, you know, you would see it defined in certain ways. And I always thought it was kind of funny because I think so often we try to standardize what success means. You know, when you see that word, everyone kind of thinks the same thing like, oh, great job. You're making a lot of money. You have a great family. Um, all those things like come to mind. But I think what it truly is, is, is an introspective, personal, you know, achievement. 
for the individual. And even more than achievement, I would say it's kind of on a continuum. The saying of how it's not necessarily about the destination, it's about the journey. So to me, you can live in your success while you're still not done achieving new things. So how I define that is a way of living. So for me, I think about a way of living in truth, of knowing yourself, of being kind, of having integrity, doing the things in life that you have a passion for. I am successful in the way that I live, but it's not it's not because of accolades. It's not mm. because of like awards or, you know, things that I get, you know, a job well done for, things like that. Um, the applause. Yeah, it, it's, it's really not about that for me. I'd say, and, and this is like really personal too, but like, I pray in the morning to God that like he would use me in whatever way is needed to bring him glory. And that's the major, like major reason I think I was called to pharmacy. So for me, I think of it as a calling rather than like I chose it necessarily. It was kind of a gut intuition thing that my skills, my love for serving others, my interest in the science, like in the sciences would best be used by pursuing this profession. But before we even get into practicing, you know, as a PharmD at the end, there's four full years where we have the opportunity to impact lives in just as meaningful ways as we do after we after we graduate. So I would say that success is about recognizing those opportunities during the journey um, on whatever path that you may be on and taking advantage of the present to be present. You know, are mm-hmm. you here while you're here kind of thing during these four years? Because I think a lot of times we think about, okay, how am I going to be a great pharmacist? Down the line. Down the line, yeah. yeah. After the four years, after, but the truth is... How am I going to get the residency and stuff like mm-hmm, that, the fellowship? And, and, we can, and it's great to, to plan for that and to have ideas of what we want to do after, but I think there's so much that you might miss if you're not present in this, mm. and there's so much impact that you can make, I think, now, even as a student. So to show up every day, to help others around you, to smile often, to love your neighbor, to ask for help when you need it, to try your best to make mistakes and learn from them. I do a lot of that in pharmacy school. <laughs> um, and I think that helps you become stronger every day. And so in that, I find my success. And that might be a little different for another person sitting next to me. I think that it can be defined really individually mm-hmm. because not everyone has the same goals. So not, yeah. to me, my success, you know, wanting to get to a certain point, it's more so living the correct way, like the right way as far as your beliefs and religion, as far as your beliefs about humanity. Yeah, I think pharmacy. your success can be seen like in the process. And so whether that's something where, like for me, it's driven, you know, morally it's driven because of my religion being Christianity. Um, I derive like a lot of how I want to live through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for someone else, it might be different. And like I said, I think it can be defined individually. So you know, if someone wants to go into, I don't know, veterinary pharmacy, and they might have like a great love and passion for animals and being able to help them in whatever capacity they can. And I love my dogs. I have dogs. So like, (laughs) I love pets and things like that. But that's not necessarily like, where I see my skills being used the best. So my success is going to be defined differently from that person, if that makes sense. But I do think it's something that you can find yourself being successful in the process, because Every step you make towards that goal or every move forward that you mm-hmm. make is something to celebrate. It is something to say, hey, like I'm being successful on my way there, yeah. on, on where I want to get to. That's, that's an interesting way of looking at it because it's almost like what you're saying is 
because a lot of times with success is that that's what you want. Everybody mm-hmm. wants the fame and to be a celebrity, et cetera, but it's like they don't want the work to become like that athlete or that celebrity. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is every day you are a success. So every step to becoming that actor, for example, every acting class that you take, every audition you do, that's a success. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're being your number one fan. You're kind of like supporting and pushing yourself in a positive way, no matter the outcome. Yeah, you have to be, though, because that's I think... Interesting, yeah. Because everybody wants to do something different and everybody has a different goal, like your biggest your biggest encourager sometimes has to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to believe in yourself in order for other people to believe in you. Because people can feel that and they can see it. And they can see when you walk into a room and you tell them your ideas, in order to influence other people, you have to really believe what you're selling them. And I think as a pharmacist and as a person, you know, when you walk into the room and you want that residency spot or you want that job at the community pharmacy, like you are selling yourself to say, Mm -hmm. hey, like I am the best pick for this. I am the one who's going to work the hardest and I have the great clinical knowledge. And if you believe that in yourself, then other people will believe that too. And so that it's kind of like a it's kind of like a a branding of yourself. Almost like who are you as a pharmacist? Who are you as a person? But yeah, I, I do believe that we talk all the time in class about steps to success. Yes, you know, we yes. say that about you know, these are the steps to success. Please don't steal that. Um, <laughs> but we'll trademark that. Each of those steps, though, mm-hmm. you know, is itself. It's building that success. So when you get to the end of the line, it's not this this one block yeah. at the end. It's that whole. It's that. It's whole not that line. one award. It's the whole mm-hmm. every step that you've taken to accomplish that award. Exactly. And and even That's talking about talking okay. about an award or a recognition, mm-hmm. that recognition is simply the culmination of all the work that was done beforehand. So that whole journey, all yes. that work done beforehand, you wouldn't have the award if that wasn't there. So it's the culmination of it. It's not simply here's the award. Um so that's how I would that's how I would define that for myself and I think it's honestly a way a lot of people should define it. It shouldn't be defined by the final outcome. It should be defined by all the work that you put into that final outcome. Yeah, and it's, well, it's because there's, um, for anybody. Because, like, for example, like, you know, if me and you were both going for an award, but if we, and you win, but we both created a great product for whatever mm-hmm. case it was, I would still feel successful. I wouldn't call myself a failure, failure if I came in second place. Yeah. Like, that's still successful because yeah. of everything, all the work that I put in. Yeah, definitely, I agree. I agree completely. I would say in in defining that, you know, that is kind of what success means to me. Um, You talked about sacrifices, I think, was the other part of the question. I think there's always going to be a sacrifice, no matter what you do. Um, I'm a people pleaser, (laughs) and I really like to do everything, and I found out that you can't do everything. So sacrifice has been a lesson for me in pharmacy school. And I think a lot of times it comes in the form of your time. So knowing that you only have 24 hours in a day, and as a student, that's usually split amongst study time, self-care time, family and friends, work, your organizations, you know, all those things are part of the pie chart. We all know that you can't be 100% perfect at everything for everyone all the time. Yeah. And I can definitely attest to that because I try to be (laughs) a lot. And It sounds like you're perfect. Like if I was a person like listening... I'd be like, oh my gosh, she's perfect. No, but it's like but you, I'm, you have I'm your not. rough days. I've I seen do. them. <laughs> yep. I do. I have my rough days. And we all do. No one is perfect. And I think, too, you, you can drive yourself pretty crazy trying to be perfect. Oh, yeah. So that's certainly a lesson in learning 
you know, when those mistake day comes or when those rough day comes that it's okay. And sometimes your, your best is not the best. Mm-hmm. And that's all right, because that just means that you're at a moment where we kind of need to reevaluate and like see, okay, where am I spending most of my time? Do I need to reprioritize things? Because if things are in balance, you're going to feel peace and you're going to feel calm, you know, yeah. when you're going through stuff, when you're stressed and you can't meet the deadlines and everything is kind of feeling like it's out of your control. That's really the time where your body and all the things around you that you're involved in are telling you like, hey, things are out of balance. So you need to kind of reevaluate what's mm-hmm. going on. I would say with that, there's going to be sacrifices in the sense, you know, it's at certain times, like when there's really important exam seasons going on hmm. in pharmacy school, yeah. you're going to prioritize the school over your social time or your yeah. sleep. Um, so there's going to be seasons where things might be a little out of balance, but that's okay. Like you just have to know that it can't be a constant. Mm-hmm. So during exam times when you really need to study, it's okay that like you need to spend most of your time studying. I would say just be honest with yourself and with the people around you and say, hey, this is the priority right now. You know, I'm in this PharmD program. This is something that's going to help me pursue my profession and I really need to yeah. give it my best. So your family and friends will understand that time is needed for you to prepare well and to do your best on an exam or something. Then other times, you know, when the schedule might drop off a little bit and we're not during the final season and stuff, it's okay to give yourself time, you know, to go see a family member, to have coffee with a friend, to go to the pool, to like go on vacation somewhere over the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that stuff rejuvenates you to come back for the, for the other things. I'd say like, yeah, there's all, there's always a sacrifice, but it's just, what are you Like, what are you willing to sacrifice, I guess? And like, what are the priorities in your life? So for me, my family and my fiance are really important to me. So if I have extra time, you know, I use it spent with them. I have brothers who are still in high school. I really tried to be able to like, if we have the one night where we don't have an IRAD the next day or something, and one of them has had a piano recital or a band concert or something, it's like, I've tried my best to at least make one of them so that I know that I've had the chance to see them do that because that's time I'm not going to get back. That's yeah. something important to me. Can't make up for lost time. Yeah. So you just have to know like what you want to spend your time doing. And it's okay though if there if there are seasons where it is a little out of yeah. balance. I'd say like the whole time in pharmacy school, it's kind of navigating that and adjusting to mm-hmm. that because it really is this type of grad program is not like any other thing I've ever done. And I think for a lot of us when we come into it. Yeah it's nothing you've ever done. Yeah. So you kind of have to learn and adjust as you go. And it's, yeah. it's okay to have some times where you're like, and wow. It, yeah. Like it's <laughs> I was, what I was going to say was like, as far as like the pie chart and it's very fluid, like nothing is constant. I like how you mentioned as far as your sacrifices, it's not one constant thing. It's like at this point in time, mm-hmm. maybe for these couple of weeks, less time with family, or maybe I have to call out of work these days because I have to focus on this. Mm-hmm. And then these next couple of weeks, I have more time I can devote to work because maybe we have less classes or, Maybe we don't have an exam until like a month later or whatever the case may be. So it's not really one thing that you're like, you have to give up. It's not like a diet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <it's> not, <laughs> yeah. like you have to give up this one thing. It's yeah, just maybe for true. a very small period of time, like you're not able to do this, but then you will be again. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Knowing that it's, like you said, it, it's it's something that flows. It's something that will change, you know, as the seasons go by and time moves on and it's just watching yourself to make sure like, okay, am I sacrificing the same thing 
all the time. And is that something that is really important to me? Because if it is something that is really important, yeah. you might want to look at that pie chart and go, okay, how can I do something a little different so that that really important thing stays in my life? Because that's what makes you you. That's what makes you a happy person or brings you joy. And you shouldn't have to lose those things yeah. while you're in pharmacy school or while you're working um, and, and even in the future. So if it's something that really is part of you, it's like you should prioritize it in a way that, that sh- you shouldn't have to lose that, I don't think. so. But certainly, I mean, I have made plenty of mistakes with that. And there's some weeks where yeah. I'm like a crazed person and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I haven't, you know, had any time to do this thing that I love or to rest. Um as we were talking about earlier, sleep, like there are some yeah. weeks where I'm really, really bad at sleep and I have to watch myself. And then the next week I'm like, no, sleep is the number one priority this week and I have to have it. Um, and, that, and that's honestly something I have not thought about. Like, I think I'll try to apply this year because I've always kept it kind of more like I have to sacrifice this one thing. Like I can I can't work this much. I can only do this much. But it's like, well, actually, I could do maybe a little bit more on this week. I didn't think about like keeping it fluid. Mm-hmm. Um and like other like personal things I'm not gonna share but <laughs> but like other personal things in my life where it's like I might have cut out and I felt like I had to because like school work family time like all these different things are it's so much that it's like I feel like I don't have the time but I never thought of it as more of a fluctuating thing like you don't have to make this sacrifice hardcore like and cut this completely out of your life yeah just maybe not for these next couple of weeks and I don't know I mean if you're a person like me or if other people listening if for me, like, I can get really focused on yeah. stuff and, and make it really, really, really Same. important in my life and say, Same. oh, my gosh, like, I need, you know, sometimes pharmacy school for me or our quizzes or exams, they become, like, the number one thing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I have to do this well in this thing. So for me, something that helps a lot is taking that step back and remembering that, okay, two years ago, you didn't even know what this program was like. You didn't, you were just yeah. remembering kind of, not not saying that it is insignificant, but just that your problems in a way, they are insignificant compared to, mm-hmm. you know, remind yourself every day, like live with gratitude instead of the worry. Thankfulness over the fear kind of thing where you can remind yourself, okay, like, am I fed today? Yeah. Do I have the opportunity to learn? You, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's no, but it's important, um, you know, thinking about, you know, I have a car to drive to school. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I can be thankful for. I have the opportunity to learn. I have friends. I have support, you know. So finding all those things that can bring you back to your happy place almost, I think, yeah. while you're trying to figure out where your priorities need to be. Yeah. Sitting back and being objective of yourself. And it's really hard to do yeah. because I find myself a lot of times, you know, I'll be really focused on something and I, it might even be something that a friend says to me sometimes where they're like, you need to just... Yeah, I was, was going to ask, yeah. like, how, how do you know? Like, is it a friend that kind of, like, tells you, or, like, maybe your family member, like, your mother or father or one of your siblings? I, I think it can be both. There are times where I'll notice about myself, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really stressed this week or like something clock? feels off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a lot of times, too, it can be my friends or people that know me, and, and they'll notice and they'll say, hey, like, I like, I know you're doing quote unquote well and stuff but like are you handling everything okay are you are you okay with how busy you are are you like how's your well-being and that's always really important I think to have people in your life that do those checks with you as well I really think as we were talking about earlier success um it's also not done alone there are plenty of there are plenty of times where I know that like I would not be successful if I didn't have the people supporting me behind me. Um, and there was one time I actually saw this image when I was, I think I was like researching for a paper or something, but 
I saw this image of a person, you know, the blocks when you win a competition, like the first, second, third that people are standing on and they're staggered. Yeah. And all the people in the audience could see the person and they were cheering. Um, but the person was kind of standing on this cliff and what you saw as the viewer was the other side of the cliff and the whole mountainside that led up to the cliff where that person was standing were blocks of support. So it said mm. like family, friends, you know, all the people, um, teachers, you know, all yeah, the mentors. people in like the village basically that was in that person's life had built them up to that first place yeah. block. And that's not necessarily what other people see. They don't yeah. see all those people and all that help and, and all that support that's coming into your life to get you to that point. So it's definitely something like you'll know it when you're there, sitting yeah. there, but you'll know that, okay, like I was able to make it this far because I had all these people or I had all these steps along the way, these lessons, these experiences that helped me get there. And so it's for me, I don't think it's ever really done completely on your own. For us in pharmacy school, like, yes, we're the ones who have to study we're the ones who have to pass the exams, but mm -hmm. I certainly wouldn't be able to study as well without my colleagues who are in our class. I wouldn't be able to yeah. stay sane without, you know, the faculty advisor that I have, <laughs> without <laughs> the mentors the that I have, yeah. other officer organi like organizers who will call me and say, hey, you need coffee? I'm on the way to the meeting. And I'm like, yes, yeah. I need that coffee. Um, so I wouldn't be as successful without all those people and all those, all those things helping me. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Yeah, thank you. To, thank you for having me. Um, and thanks for having me on the podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm going to interview you. I personally feel like I've learned a lot and I already know you pretty well. <laughs> so so yeah, that's awesome. Usually... It's like I'm learning new things about you and even like ways that I could apply some of your methods in life and how you view life to help improve my life. And hopefully other listeners out there can do that as well. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm usually on the other side of the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> I think in the future I'll be, I'll be one of the inter interviewers instead of the interviewee. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm very honored to be on the podcast. Um, and it was a really fun conversation. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of Capsule Production Podcast. Tune in for our next episode, where we'll be featuring the 2019 Teacher of the Year, Dr. Stacy Curtis, on her approaches to life and her impact in pharmacy. She will also talk about the new community pharmacy residency program available and how it prepares you for the next steps in community practice.